on the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub podcast. Let's go! Two Bay Area guys, Domingo and Neil. This is it. This is it. In the era of 1994, I just finished high school, graduated, and the rave scene was uh, booming. And um, underground hip-hop was just flourishing. And I was receiving a lot of education, like hip-hop education, and um, understanding the culture and just uh, being inspired. And you had these educators, uh, like East Coast had, like Wu-Tang, Karis One, Public Enemy, Nas, Jay-Z, Biggie, uh, Rakim, and the West Coast I had like Dr. Dre, N.W.A., uh, Ice-T, Tupac, E-40, Too Short, Spice One, um, The Coop, and Hieroglyphics, and then you had Mystic Journeyman and Living Legends. And to understand like this band and this person we're about to have on was always pushing for independence for the artist, uh, ownership for the artist, um, you know, receiving rights and, um, you know, a giant fuck you to the, the corporate, you know, the corporate lizards that are trying to, you know, steal our souls and steal our music. Um, so they were like a beacon of education and understanding you know that we can own our own art um, our, our own art and um and still be successful and this band was a, a beacon for psychokinetics my band and I, I just was following that path of just higher vibration and education and um inspiring and um this this gentleman is a mc uh, a filmmaker, a producer, an author of his own children's book that just came out, uh, The Dentist and the Fire Breathing Dragon. Um, and this guy's got a gang of solo albums. This guy's just constantly working, man. He just doesn't stop. And it's, it's, it's inspiring to know that, you know, he's a full-fledged, living, breathing artist in and out doesn't matter you can walk down the street and create art you know like he's the the homie for sure and um i am very honored to have him in my circle and just to be a part of history and be a part of uh, creating music so this episode i didn't want to go into you know all the music history and just uh because you can check that out online please do um it's on all platforms um you know, Mystic Journeyman, Living Legends, and uh, the artists we're about to have on here. So I wanted to share more of like a personal side and understand how this man thinks and uh, for him to drop gems, you know, stories and opinions on um, life, you know, life and uh, the life of the artist. So, and I definitely, he definitely delivered here. Uh, we have this gentleman on a Zoom call, so I appreciate it if you can uh, just... Uh, bear with us with the, the audio, but um, the one and only, the powerful, my man, my homie, Sunspot Jones. Enjoy. All right. Well, welcome to the Bay Hub Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Hella Good. Ready to rock, ready to roll. 
it's a beautiful day out here in the Bay, and it's a beautiful day in L.A. from our next guest that's about to jump on. He is a, <laughs> a man with many hats, a man with many talents. <laughs> the guy doesn't stop. Um, I actually, I'm worried about him because he never stops. Maybe like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of meditation practice he got, but the mind just never stops working. So maybe he probably doesn't get very, very much sleep. You know, like no. the guy's always thinking he's dreaming, he's building, he's, he's doing gorgeous things. So, um, AKA Sunspot Jones, AKA BF, BFAP, AKA hey. Dusty Black, AKA oh, you know. Vision, AKA you know. Core, AKA the Bell Pepper Bomber, hey. AKA. <laughs> uh, I'll added that one. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, reside from Oakland. Had uh, many, many, many groups. Uh, the one and only, the glorious, the powerful, the, uh, the the producer, the superstar, the MC. Sunspot Jones in the house. Uh, hey, hey, hey. And <laughs> thanks for having with, me. With my man, Real Deal Neil. In What's the up, people? We get to meet this. I actually ain't heard much, much, much things about Sunspot Jones, the man hey. who I started listening to with Dirty Faces, September hey, Boy. You already know. She. You already know. Loose Cannon. That's some jams right there. So, Thank you, sir. hey, pleasure meeting you, my man. Nice meeting you too, sir. San Francisco, gang, Niner gang, bang, bang. So Boom. Oh, oh, yeah. We're sending people home. we sending them to go fishing. Hey. Niners. The <laughs> Cowboys going to get there. He's a cow, Cowboys, he says. Oh, Cowboys fan? Oh. Cowboy, hey, look, tell you about Dak. You know, you know it's, it's going to change up. It's going to be a different game soon. And, and honestly, he just touched it just to let you know. So I still got love. I still got love for it. Y'all got this thing. Y'all got your stuff. Y'all don't even need to really build, build. Y'all just need some little key little people in y'all. Y'all gonna go far. It's, uh, it's just a matter of time. But yeah, thanks for having me up in here. You know, I got so much respect for my people since since day one back in the day. We go way back. So, you know, it's all gang gang too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yep. Yeah, we definitely go way back, man. And uh it's something that's appreciated um, that not a, lot, not a lot of people know. And so between you and I, just personally, is that there was always a kingship there, um, a respect in terms of like talent and like energy Word. exchange, you know? So and just I, being people. Yeah. And building and building and creating something, you know, original, like in our own art. So I definitely want to appreciate that. So give you your flowers, bro. Hmm. Man, respect. Nice, you nice. Know, like we, we couldn't do this unless we all didn't do this. Yeah. 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 So your recent project, Cruel Summer. Um, yeah. So your recent project, you said, you said you had some, uh, your, your favorites, right? You already, you already. Oh, I already threw them dirty faces. Timber boys. She was oh, kidding. Told me. Already well, yeah, 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 yeah. Those should went hard. Those are hard. Yeah, those are the top, <clears throat> top choices on eight, eight, uh, iTunes. Yeah, somebody was singing, somebody in the car was singing along. E, uh, uh, <laughs> e, e. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hey, you know, a funny story about that song is that, uh, 
I made that song with um, the engineer I've been working with actually since day one with Mr. Journeyman and Living Legends, everything. And I started, you know, I, I make so many songs. Like, you know, I'm always doing the most with everything I do. You know, I, I don't just do a little bit. I do a lot of it. And like, you know, I was working on the new Mystic Journeyman album. Uh, I was making the beats for, you know, um, um, Black Sands of Eternia. And, and I made, made like, you know, I, a lot of times I make songs and, and like, I'd be like, fuck this song. Nobody wants to hear this song. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to just do this little bullshit just for me. I'm just going to make this little bullshit ass song. So I had like about 30 minutes left in the studio session in Frisco with, with my engineer. And he's like, oh, you want you want to end? You, you're, you're good? And um, it's funny. His wife usually calls like, so it was at 530 and his wife usually calls like six on the dot to be like, you're coming home right now, right? <laughs> so, so, like, you know, she had that on lock. So I was like, man, this is actually a special moment. I do have 30 minutes, you know, right now to do whatever, you know. But maybe, you know, I've been here, like, all day. Maybe I should just call it a day. And, you know, and I was like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm just going to just use this 30 minutes because I'm going to have to pay for it anyway, one way or another. So get on this keyboard, start making this little beat. I was like, this bullshit-ass beat. Man, fuck this beat. And then, like, my, my girl I was with that, you know, at the time, she's like, you made me wait here just for this bullshit. Just, you just want to make a beat and just go home? And I, and I, I really did make this song just out of, like, fuck you. Just, you know? I, like, I mean, no, in the most, in the nicest way possible. It was just kind of like, I felt like I was being tested. Like, you know, we used to have a thing in, at the, the Legends Outhouse. Like, you know, you, if you don't get your verse done in 15 minutes, you can't be on the song. You know what I mean? And that was, like, a contest in in um our warehouse you know like i make a song or grouse make a song it's like if you don't do it because we want to sell it that day we want to go out to the block and sell this song today you know what i'm saying because i gotta had to get bus fare home or whatever it may be and um so i was like girl you don't know who you're talking to like you don't like no you didn't just waste this time i'm actually on i'm about to record right now so you don't record right now you ain't wrote nothing i'm like i'm about to record right now and um, so I scribbled some bullshit down. I ain't gonna lie, I was sweating. I was like, God damn, this is, this is she really trying to test me. And um, so I went in <laughs> to the booth and somehow like, you know, 30 minutes later, I, I, it was, we are there. And I had both verses and I was like, man, fuck this song actually, fuck this song. And I remember we drove, cause it was in Frisco. We drove over there by um, Fisherman's Wharf because I was trying to be boyfriend, I guess, or something. And, and we parked. Hmm. And, and so we parked and I played a song and we're listening to it in this rental. I got a, a rental Mustang. So I was really feeling douchey. And uh I let I let the top down. And of course. And and I'm bumping it and I'm like, man, fuck this song. I can't believe I just wasted this fucking mic. So it was like 40 an hour, right? And I, for the whole day, it was like over 300. And I was like, yeah. man, I, I should have, I should have really just listened to her ass and done this. And she was like, yo. If you throw this song away, I don't ever want to talk to you again. And this is a hater. And this uh, is a hater. Damn. I'm trying to say this girl is she's a hater on so much shit. If I heard her say that, I was like, for real? That made a lot. And, and years later, that's one of my most known songs I've ever done. Damn. Damn. That's a trip. I was gonna throw it away. I was, I was like, you know. Cause to me, it was just another song, like another 15 minute song, or you ain't on the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, just to show a point. But like, you know, everywhere I go, like, when that song comes on, it's, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. So it isn't that shocking? Old. Isn't that shocking how that happens? Like, you think 
you're in a totally different space of of like what's going to be hitting, what's going to be popping in, and ends up being some other song you had no idea. Like, what what's your take on that? I mean, the fucked up thing about it is like, I usually like, all right, to be honest, usually when I make songs, I hate every song, almost every one of them until like a few days later. <laughs> you know, because I'm thinking about really every like, single yeah, song, dude. Every, like every no, there's like a few songs that might be. I'd be like, oh, this shit's go ahead, and then I'm like, you know, turning to people. This, this is it, right? This is it. And then you're like, like <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, so you know, it's like I'm the worst meter. Like I told you, I was gonna throw away the song that's the biggest song I've ever done. Yeah. And Mercury Rising, actually, which is another big song. I mean, I was like, oh, like I did that song by myself. And um, it's one of those little extra beat songs because I'm making hella shit. And then I was like, Tom, you should get on this. And I expected him to be like, man, fuck you, because this beat is so weird. <laughs> then he got on. And then I was, ripped like, it. I was like, I like your verse. I mean, fuck what I just did, but I like your verse. And the chorus is like, I mean, the beat, I mean and then later I was like, I maybe maybe we can keep this and that once again that became one of the biggest songs that we've ever done and it's like you know a, a lot of times because I'm I'm judging so much so many different I'm thinking of the hi hat I'm thinking of the snare I'm thinking of like damn I should have filtered the kick better or or that bass I used it on another song and I played it like this and, or I'm I'm rapping and I'm screaming too much I'm thinking about too many things you know what I'm saying instead okay. of like being a listener but I, a listener isn't thinking about none of that. I know. Isn't that like ahead, more? Man. Oh my bad, man. No, go ahead. Isn't that, that's like more artists, like painters, people who yeah. paint walls and painters and <laughs> artists. They're they're just not satisfied with their art when they look at it. You know, you hit the but history that's what makes more and, art. But that's right. what makes more art. Without yeah. that, without that feeling, there is no more art. But imagine if you did something, you're like, this is perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. if you did after that, you'd be like, oh, why am I even doing this? I just did something that was perfect. You know what I mean? Right. That's why people that have like, you know, hits or enormous successes out the box, you know, they don't know what to do after that because they're like, well, everybody else told me this is perfect. So what am I going to do now? You know? Okay. And so this it's, is it's what it is. crazy fuckery. So check this out. This is what it is because this, that, that mind state, mind state, I had the same thing, Core. I had the same thing. And I spoke myself out of finishing the project because mm-hmm. I was over perfecting it over and mm-hmm. over and over again. And I never got it done. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a space where I'm creating, I'm DJing, I'm doing like podcasts, you know, I'm doing other things. But now I'm like, I've taken the perfection out of it. It's the perfection in the imperfection, you know, mm-hmm. like that CeeLo album. Like, I'm perfect right. in my imperfections. Right, right. I know. I love like, that. Yeah, yeah. And you are yeah, art. I'm art. That. Like every day is I'm doing something artistic no matter what. I yeah. can be talking. I can be, you know, having a meeting. I'm just being myself. And so yeah. now yeah. I can just input myself because I'm not perfect. And so now I'm like, fuck it. You know, like even if there's a little a little snippet there, I know what you're talking about. It's like the yeah. little edit. You know the this. The I mean, I tell you, like, I, I tell you like this. I tell you like this. This is the worst part about this story. Um, you know, when it comes to that song, "Dirty Faces," especially, you know, and the, the long point, which is like, you know, one and first and foremost, I heard that song. I did that song. I was planning. It was thirty minutes. I'm trying to impress her. I'm in my head. I'm planning on coming back to the studio later another day and fixing it. Everything that I thought was wrong. She heard the song. And heard it for what it was. If I would have changed anything in that song, I would have ruined it. It's the art of letting go. Uh. Artists 
has to understand let go and my whole thing is like mm. people people have played mm. games in my head when they never knew it and where they say shit like you know yeah i mean yeah dude you're you're crazy like, you just do your shit you don't even care how people you know like, if it's perfect or not you just do it and you, and you and it's diy or diy whatever the fuck and i'm like that's disrespectful because anything i do i feel like regardless even if i fuck up i mean it with a purpose but i didn't understand the meaning is i understand to let go that's perfect, man. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what I've been learning. On I've been on like this self-awareness journey like the past two years. And that lesson right there, Corey, is like the core of many, many of of getting out of my way, basically. Yeah. You're getting out of yourself. like right. I got all these blocks. I'm putting blocks in front of me. And, and it's I'm on you because like, you're too smart. You're too smart. You're too, you're even smarter than the audience you're trying to even get your shit out to because you're too in key to what everything you're doing. You're too, you're too stepping on your own self, you know, stepping on your own foot. And I'm saying, this is why I was talking to my homie too. This dude, uh, my boy Chesky, he's a uh, player, he fake four music and my boy Factor. We just all went to, you know, lunch right now. And we we're talking about this shit uh, of like, you know, you can fuck yourself over so quick by thinking that you have to over perfect shit. Mm. And if you don't really sit there and just be like, I'm an artist, I'm an artist, I paint. You And, and honestly, interpretation of anything from anybody and me listening to them saying it about what I'm doing is a fault on me. I can't sit here and just overly worry i know people that have a sophomore album this we were talking about niggas have a sophomore album like you did your album in 2020 and you're talking about i'm still working on my next album homie it's 22 years later (laughs) what in the fuck are you thinking about (laughs) but you did that to yourself yeah you get in no, your own way. Dead. I mean, hey, hey well, that's, Morgan, isn't... Freeman, Morgan Freeman blew up in the 50s, you know, his 50s. I'm not going to say right, right, he's right. ever dead. You got to believe in what, what is going to make you happy and what is it you want. A lot of people don't know that. And that's why they get stuck over the judging themselves. Right. You know, you're, you're basing your shit on shit on people that you don't even want to be friends with in real life when you do get what you get. So what are you doing? Right, you're right. setting yourself up. And you got to <laughs> just get out of your own way. And you got to believe, uh, that, like, you know, what you want is okay to want it. Right. So how do you get the people who are always in your ear, like the sophomore album, right? And you're going to hear always these people putting that pressure on you. How did you get over that and get away from that? Did you isolate yourself? Did you isolate those people who kept putting those pressures on you when you was younger? Yeah, well, and it's funny, too. It's another conversation I had, too. It's like, I had already failed, dude. I'm a, I, was, I never knew my parents. I was a doctor at four. I, I'm in and out of foster homes my whole life. I failed already if you want to put like a, a meter on anything. So at this point, it's all ground up. So it was never a thing of me sitting there and overly judging myself because I'm going to judge myself the worst already. But so, okay, now you cried. Great, great job. Now what are you going to do? That's the whole point. It's like, yeah, you should cry. Yeah, you should have these fears. Yeah, there's always going to be turbulence on every flight, but that flight it most likely is going to land, man. So you guys just got to believe you're going to land. You got to put that work in and, and you got to know what's going to make you happy. Because honestly, I mean, I don't want to sit here and judge myself for the next 30 years and not do anything and still be telling everyone I'm about to do something. I'm playing myself. Right. Right. And you so, you know, in your dreams, too. So you were hungry then, right? I'm always hungry. The whole uh. thing is like I want to be inspired. Like money is nothing to me. Inspiration is everything. You know, yeah. a lot of people think they got it all, but don't have nothing to think about. <laughs> My whole thing is, 
My own thing is like, yo, I'm only doing this to remain inspired. Yeah, like you keep changing, like you're you're always evolving. So if you keep that wheel going, you're just going to keep creating over and over and over again. And like you just reinvent yourself. And that, like, the whole point is you're making it more still like conscious. None of this is conscious, bro. None of this is conscious. It just happens because it feels like this is what's happening. Well, no, 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 no. Like I'm, I'm, it is conscious. It's super subconscious because you're doing it just, it's your nature. It's your nature to create. It's your nature to be who you are, to always True. be inspired and like keep driving. Like it's beyond the pain conscious, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's your, it's your path. This is yeah, your destiny. Is yeah. Yeah. This and that's like, why I always try to make sure I stay on that. Like, remember who you are. Like that is the hardest thing as a person in, in human life you'll ever encounter is remembering who you are remembering what it is you want remember what's important to you remember what your goal was because a lot of people will throw you off and make you feel actually like you're a bad person for even having a goal uh -huh. you know uh -huh. and it's just like what is it like i said before it's gonna make you happy i think to me that's the overall arc of everything everything else is below that is why you get caught up that's where the violence and the, the anger and the pain and the over, you know, extra on a moment comes from. It's people not understanding what's going to make them happy in completion, you know? It's like, it's not this endless search of playing yourself. It's a moment of taking a stance on something and saying, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is what I want to believe in, yeah. you know? So when you hear other, like, people trying to pull you down, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about their own self insecurities their Definitely. fears and then i mean our parents have done it i mean we do it to my mama oh this is the reason why what you asked earlier i'm sorry this is the real reason <laughs> is because here we go anybody got anything to say about me take a stand behind my mama you know what i'm saying ain't can't nobody say anything to me and fuck me up my mama is first in line and all that shit. And I, and I, you know, I take care of her like a motherfucker because you got to understand what you're always up against. And I ain't up against my mama, but I understand that people are different. Yeah. And, you know, you don't let that be the reason why you don't succeed in mm. doing what you believe in. You know? <clears throat> right. Right. No, that's true. I mean, that is true. That's why I've been with it all, you know? You know, and I, I try to remember who I am, remember what it is I want, remember what my goal is, and remember what's going to make me happy because anything else is going to make someone else unhappy. If I'm not happy, I'm going to make someone else unhappy. And, you know, that's why I want music. I've never tried to make, you know, music to make everyone happy. I just try to be transparent on how I feel. Yeah. And that's that's so important, you know? That's where you, you get caught up under that. So, you know... Um, that's why I still do music now. That's why I'm still, you know, in a, in a constant inspiration of trying to uh, be a part of art, you know, because art is transparency and it's real feelings and it's letting people know, you know, we're not we're not too different. Right. You've been doing this a while. <clears throat> I think I saw. I've been doing this. I said, think, what, 94? Since 94? Keep oh, going. No. Oh, no way. Huh? No. Further. Huh? <laughs> Hello. No, I mean, I ain't that old, but I'm saying. You're I, old, bro. I, You're old, bro. But <laughs> you don't look. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous mm -hmm. of the wisdom. Don't be jealous <laughs> of wisdom. No. I'm saying that. And I know. I was, I started in high school, you know, like just okay. really doing oratorical, 
um, contest and, and, and like, you know, just speaking in a way where I can uh, say shit, right? So well, I'm talking about more like when seven. you put your, when you put it out, your first album and then all that. When you put your first, first like, album was 91. 91, nice. No, 92. 92, 92 okay. 92, sorry. So, I say 91 because we had a tape before that, but right. 92 when we put some out for sale. I'm the youngest out of y'all, so what is a tape? <laughs> I'm saying uh, uh, What's an MD tape? Uh, uh, no, but, but how, all right, and what I'm getting at, like, how long, how do you, since you've been doing this long, this long, and I know you say you always stay hungry, but how do you motivate yourself to keep coming up with new jams and new material? Well, I, I'm not, I'm never, I'm never thinking about it. That's for one. I'm just trying to just keep myself in a state where I'm creating, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, if I didn't think about anything, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, maybe Domingo, you could, you could, uh, you could attest to this too. It's just like, you know, um, when you're doing the show and you start thinking about what your next line is that you're rapping, you're about to fuck up. <laughs> you're about to fuck up. Yeah. It should just be flowing and just coming straight. Like you should never think about what you're about to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, that's kind of how what art is, you know. I'm never trying to think what I'm gonna do because that's when it becomes about commercial or corny or or, or forced, you know. I just kind of like like the, my favorite times of even drawing is I just scribble on a piece of paper and I'm like, what does this look like? And then I'll make it out to something. Yeah, I remember like, that you know, game. That that is to, to me is how I live my life, you know. I just put it down and to see what is it what it is, opposed to like feeling like I gotta fit into an archetype or a moment or, you know, something that's not real and not genuine. Like I said, transparency is everything because, like I said, I, I grew up in a lot of foster homes and music to me was my only saving grace of just trying to live to the next day. And I think music's so important, you know? It's, well, it's how it stems, we see ourselves in a different it way. It definitely stems from a thought. It stems from an experience. So you you are pulling from something because you're living life like every single yeah. day. So you're pulling and picking and pulling like from whatever you see experience. So it is, it's coming from something. So you are thinking about it, but I know what you're saying. Cause like when you can get in your own way, so. It's not a forced thought. It's not like I'm yeah. sitting there and saying, well, like, like some people will be like, Oh, I got to make a hit. And I got to right, hit about right, cars right, right. and titties and yeah. cars. And, and, and like, you know, and it's a, a thing right. of, okay, you're overdoing it, you're doing it twice, and now we've done it and seen it already. Like, that's why we have auto-tune, Robot Nation on the radio, you know? It's the yeah. same, you know, and we can, we can like, evolve past that, but, you know, sometimes people do the easy thing, right? So, for me, it's like, the reason why I never got bored is because I never was doing the easy thing. Well, everything inspiring or powerful is never easy. So you you kind of yeah. like you put yourself out there and you build it. Struggle, yeah, the struggle. Um, another thing Imagine I wanted if to you mention: just doing auto tune songs nonstop. You oh, so please boy. don't, please it's don't. It's so easy. It's so please easy. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I'll disown you. I'm don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. No, no, no. I'd be out. So, I'd be yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to mention on that note is that uh, my last DJ said I brought it up, brought the same point up that you brought up was um, what's your intention of your art? So where are you coming from? Are you coming from a, a source of purity, a source of God, a source of mm. or attention, you know, the lack of? Are you coming mm. from, you know, a, a source of fear? 
and imagery, like you're trying to force this image on somebody, like what is your in true intention? And then when you put that art out, it reflects that. So people right. will you attract that kind of energy. So it could be good. It could be bad. It could be impure or it could be the opposite. Like where are you coming? What's your true intention for your art? Yeah. And I thought I used to think about that, like with a glam rock or, or like, you know, punk music even because it's like you know a lot of times these people get they want to act like they're they're like a certain way or even gangster rap you know you start a certain way like oh i'm in the dirt and then all of a sudden you get everything you ever wanted right and you're still mm -hmm. trying to pretend like you know right. you're still in that dirt but you just got everything you wanted so i actually didn't know what like i said earlier what was going to make you happy which was inspiration i mean for me it's just like you know transparency like i said once again you need to be transparent with yourself you know what i mean uh, the intention to to me is like I, I made a decision a long time ago, especially coming out of East Oakland. Like, I mean, I was weird. I was I was there. I'd be the only black person at a time when no one else was on a skateboard, and I'd be in, in on in the '80s or in the '70s skateboard, and they'd be like, "Look at this funny style ass nigga rolling down." And what you get out of it, you know? I was always trying to do something completely different than I was around. You know, and I was like, if I want money, I could just sell drugs. If I want money, I could do shit that's easy, quick, fast money. But this isn't going to lead to me being happy. This is a short, short, run, miserable. You know what I'm saying miserable right. life. And like you know, I could have, I could have all the bitches in the world, and it's like you know, do them. But what is really going to lead me to? I mean, I don't know if you ever know what your point in life is or what it is that you want to be in life, and it's a strong scoop to even try to figure out but my whole thing was like longevity wise did i want to live within art you know what i'm saying and to me i always was put on punishment i was always on punishment <laughs> as a kid my mom was like no tv no oh, phone you can't oh, go outside oh. and my only and my only escape was a pen and a paper and i would draw my own tv shows i would draw my own cartoons i would draw my own entertainment my own escape my own way out she didn't even know that her leaving me with a pen or a pencil i could still do everything i wanted and i could write down stuff from you know, see life different, you know, or, or even leave me with books where I can imagine in my head. So, you know, for me, it's like my own intention. Like it could be a little bit of everything you said, everything you said, maybe it is an intention. I'm a, I'm a person, you know, but my final, my final want in the end is to like, you know, create some sort of understanding to be safe. Cause I needed that pen and paper to be safe. I needed to escape to somewhere where I felt like I was going to be okay. I needed to understand I, I had a point beyond living in fear, if you might say, you know? So, you know, my intention always is to help someone to safety. I don't know mm. where they're coming from. Mm. And maybe they're coming from one of those dimensions you spoke, mm -hmm. but there's a start and there's an end. Yeah. You know, like that, that, that meme started this way, ended that way. You know, there's always, there's always a start and an end. And like, you know, I've been a little, a little bit of all of them. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. That's that's totally it. That's that's just beautiful. <laughs> Good shit. Hey, you hold on. Me, you know what I'm hold on for a minute, Cor. I think uh, Neil's uh, Neil's getting a drink real quick. Oh, I'm gonna get a drink too. You drink that. That what is that? Fucking Soleil or the, the Lacroix? The Lacroix. What the La fuck is that? Made from Kentucky, acting all French. <laughs> what the fuck is it really made from Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> The hell does that the matter? Name, they got you with the name. Who knows what that shit is? 90s ass like art. 
It's it's water, dude. It's flavored water. It's it's disgusting. It's so much sodium tasting in that. I don't even know what is it is. Sodium? No, there's no it sodium, sodium, bro. It tastes like sodium. It's zero fat, zero sodium, zero carbs, zero protein. Oh, he's off. On a soda diet? It's a it's oh. a water. Where's this from? All right, don't expose too much more. Yeah, yeah. Like Croyla. Bro, this is from Hayward, <laughs> California. This is the it's Bay. It's even worse. It gets worse. This is from the like, Bay. Do they, do, they, do they carry that nations? Why <laughs> <laughs> would that bitch? <laughs> You're fucking funny. God damn it. Uh, so, Corey, so this is basically what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about just. Interstellar, interstellar shit, you know, like interstellar. Yeah. I mean, of course, I'm gonna give you that proper introduction. Post, I'm gonna list all your shit. I'm gonna give you your flowers. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For I mean, sure. Yeah, like this is. I wanted to get right into the nitty gritty. Do it. So before I forget, cruel summer. I wanted to uh, just to give my little tidbit on that man. Like it, it has a good vibe to it. It has like a cruising, like in my car, vibe. Like sunny sunset. Like really chill laid back melody but you got a lot of like deep 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 content behind it so when you hear it from afar it sounds really like chill and like chilling with my girl yeah and then you're actually listening to the song you're like oh wow <laughs> like damn <laughs> i mean that's just kind of what it but you know it's, it's kind of funny too because uh as I, as I get older it's kind of a thing of like my my um raps in the beginning were very poetry slam you know what i'm saying i was really saying a lot about a lot of things in just a few words you know um now it's just fun to play with the moment because i feel like i have so many songs you know uh, i have yeah. so many songs that like anybody that ever thinks you know a certain way about something, but then at the same time, I'll mix them. Like now, I'll I'll make beats and mix. I, I mean, I'm for me talking. I like all types of beats. I was raised in, you know, gangster rap to like you know more um, positive stuff. But it, it's the thing of like kind of my music is a mix of all of that. And you know, I might pick a beat and you might think the song's about a certain thing, but then you hear what's being said, you're like, oh, Easter tree. Oh, you kind of like. Yeah, you, know, you got you got a little uh, something in there that you didn't know, you know, like Sheila. Like I have a song called Sheila, you know, and, and I'm talking about, you know, I'm never gonna end in a in a tent, you know, broken a tent, you know, and where Oakland's going through that so much right now, where, you know, yeah, the, that's the a reality yeah. that can yeah, actually the expansive happen. rise of tents just everywhere at any time. I, I remember like the late at Lake Mary, the the tennis courts got completely covered. You know, yeah. with people like, you know, just occupying the whole idea of Occupy took a new whole understanding yeah. of what, you know, that means, especially for you as a person has nothing, which means just take. And uh, I feel that because I, I was raised, I guess I, I was a runaway. I, I mean, I went to sleep in driveways, cars that had empty, you know, that had unlocked doors or whatever it may be. It was wherever you could be. So it's just, you know. Yeah, my, my songs, I'm talking about a lot of shit that, you know, the beat may may make you think it's a certain way, but, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. Because like I said, I, I lived a rich life where, you know, like I'm saying, I was literally homeless for 
a time in my life when you never should be homeless, you know, from like, you know, my parents, I was adopted at four. My parents got a divorce at when I was five and a half. Me and my mom started fighting. I started running away at six until I was about maybe 14 where I got sent away to Louisiana to live. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. You was running away at the motherfucking six? Yeah, I can't. Well, you were packing, you were packing your yeah. toys and no food and just shaking <laughs> a bag. It's, man. it's funny, as funny as you might think, but this, but like you know, um, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was. I that was is. Scared. I was scared. I was. I was a four-year-old that never knew nobody, and my mom got a divorce right after she adopted me, and she was not very nice, you know. And there was stuff place. that happened. Yeah, there's stuff that happened. I just didn't feel safe. And like I said, with you know, my whole thing is always trying to feel safe. I'm trying right. to reach, you know, where's my music, what I'm saying. I want to still feel safe. Even when I listen to it, I want to be a part right. of a, a, an atmosphere, an aura where, you know, at least you're not out there like that. Like I was raised, you know, very out there like that. You know, that's why I take so, care, so much care of my mom now is because you should never let, you know anything that's hurt you make you into a person that you don't you know don't want to be like I don't want the past to make me into this hurtful fucked up person I want to anything I want to learn how to you know be happy and be in a place where I can feel safe and create and be inspired and do something fruitful instead of just like destroying like you know some of my people's Especially where I grew up, they like you know, they've been hurt so much. They just trauma takes in, and you just destroy, and then you know you destroy yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to stay in a place where it's okay to not destroy myself. So yeah, yeah, I started running away when I was four, and I got a lot of shit that I'm still working, you know, through. But I'm trying to stay as positive as possible to be inspired and make something better. We keep dreaming shit. You know what I mean? Congratulations for beating that system, beating the system, because if a motherfucker's running away at three and two and right, crawling, right. they're like, all right, we already know where you're at, Not that young, little man. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, you get me? I like, mean, yeah. motherfuckers already got you, they already know your future in their head. You get me? They oh, get your little ass well, back you on, think, and we, but, we already but, know. You got to think, too, especially when I was born, like, you know, the major drug epidemic was happening and parents weren't parents. You know, they were young kids and they gave up their kids. And it's, it's, a, long, it's a long line of trauma that creates a culture yeah. or a generation. And I'm, I'm trying to be a part that breaks that, you know, because, I mean, I guess it is, it does get deep, but, you but know. But, I mean, Corey, you could have easily been a statistic. Dude, don't easily. sugarcoat it. You could have been. Yo, I got I got a nephew who was in that motherfucking system, and I know other kids who I used to play, coach basketball, and they was in that system, and motherfuckers always trying to go around it, but you would, just like Domingo just said, you easily, and they are expecting that. Yeah. I guarantee you, you went back, Mr. Corey, Mr. Sunspot, and you went back to those people who doubted you, and he'd be like, Check out all my songs and check out where I'm at. And I guarantee in two seconds, you will see an expression like, oh, well, I'll be damned. I was wrong. So, uh, you know, yeah, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't want to put that in them and be like, yeah, I did 
I did do that. It's not a great. Hey, I mean, sometimes I, get, I, I feel that I feel people that don't want to pat themselves, but you did it. But but I'm, but I'm saying the whole point is we're going back to a couple of things I said, which is like I already felt like I felt long failed a long time ago when it comes to trying to live up to expectations. Right, right, and right. Two, and two, who are you living up to expectations to that you feel like you have to judge yourself, who, <laughs> yourself as a harshest critic, hardest critic on yourself is you, you know, feel like you need to set your life plan to it. So, you know, my whole thing is, it's been a thing of like, you know, yeah, a lot of things happen. Like, I mean, imagine you never even meet your parents and you just have That's to tough. make sense out of your life with these people mm-hmm. that don't even know you beyond them kind of picking you on a menu or whatever way you want to look at it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of anger. Be normal. It's not yeah. anger. It's 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 confusion. Right. Like, anger anger is still displaced, you know? Like what are you really mad at? Well, it you comes know, from maybe fear. Maybe in a better situation. Maybe yeah, in comes, a better situation. Yeah. But there's a lot of feelings in there because I know kids, like I said, like when we had this one kid, and we're gonna put it back on you, Mr. Big Man. I like you. And and <laughs> but but it's like some have anger, some got fear. Some have all kinds of emotion because, like you said, like that is. Hey, is you a pastor, daddy? I, I dealt with a lot of kids, yo. I dealt with a lot of kids. Are I dealt you in the juvenile detention. No, well, I, I was a coach, and I, I was like doing oh. a, dealing with a lot of kids, you know, and, hmm. and and dealing with some of them, you see, just the they try, like you said, you working yourself out within yourself. You, you get me? And they're working out. So, and everybody's different. So you, you you had your little whatever you had, your runaway, and that's your expression. Reggie, who had anger, might try to fight people for no reason. Like, everybody deals with it their own way. But at the same time, I wouldn't be, I didn't understand a lot of what they were going through, right, until we had that sit down. And... So I see what you're going, what you were saying, and that's another, that's another level. But, but, but still, but still, I mean, for you, still, when I was I hear it, I mean, you're saying your expression. It's not like expression. It's like, dude, you just got placed in some shit. Now make sense out of it. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Right. Yeah, right. That's all it. It can't be looked at as expression because you're not acting out something you have control of, over. You're, you're kind of just in a situation. That's why you got to deal with it. I mean, right, right, right. You know, I feel you. That's why I'm saying, like, why I get I'm, you. I'm trying to work so much with kids too. It's just that they don't even know why they're doing what they're right, doing. Right, right. They're just yeah, fucking right. reacting and they're feeling a certain way. Naturally, and right. Like, you know, as an adult, as you get older, <laughs> you have no time for that shit. Like, get over it and learn what the fuck is up. But still, that doesn't thing. make sense. It doesn't make sense to them of what they're going through, you know? And the whole thing is, like, you kind of have to, you know, be present. Being present is everything, you mm-hmm. know? Being present and, and, and actually trying to be on the level of what's happening instead of thinking above it. And right. understanding that it's not... Everybody's going through their own shit. Everybody's going yeah, through their yeah. own shit. So it's like, you can take a step back and say, oh, yeah, well, let me take a step back and understand or listen what this person's talking about because they might be coming from a totally different perspective. Isn't that exactly. That's what I was saying. Yeah, any person, any age, any, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We get lost on thinking that we're above a certain thing, but I'm telling you, kids are a lot smarter even than we are because they're still looking at shit for face value where we feel like we know everything. True. Mm-hmm. Facts. 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 So, you know, it's just, it's just a weird, it's just a weird understanding. I mean, that's why I've been dealing with myself, just diving in myself and trying to figure out 
and understand how I react is going to lead to me, lead me to where I go. Yeah. You know, and that's a, a, a true t- testament of people that do make, you know, something that happens to people that don't. People that, you know, react so quick and without looking into what's happening, you know, they get tangled on the road, you know. And, and having a goal, like I said, and knowing what's going to make you happy, what's going to put you in a place to where you're inspired, that's all you should be thinking. Because people would love to tangle you up because they haven't figured out what they want. Right, right, right. They want to push you. It's a big boring game. It's a big boring game, you know? And for me, it's like, you know, I am just trying to stay inspired and make stuff that makes me feel, you know, like it's okay to be happy. And surround yourself with people like minded people people to rise, like raise that vibration. Right, right. Maybe positive or negative. It's just just <laughs> trying to impress people you ain't gonna be friends with in the end. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you know, it's like it's just you're doing it to yourself. Yeah, arms, baby, extending them arms. Yeah, so it's just like you know. I mean, I mean, like I said, I, I'm still a student. You know, all the time, and like I said, I've been, I've been like you know, since I had a nonprofit organization that we started, Hip Hop Scholastics. You know, just going into schools. And, and like you know just seeing how kids think you know I, I learned a lot about myself you know like i'm really selfish because i really think that people should be on the level that i'm thinking at all times oh no and and that is the biggest flaw of a person i've had to deal with you know and it's the thing of like i'm trying to understand how to see better you know and when I, whenever i'm going into schools and and seeing kids, you know, I'm trying to see how I can go beyond what I'm thinking and just listen, you know. So I've been doing a lot of listening. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Look at you, <laughs> you know, doing a lot of listening. There you huh. go, baby. That's, that's nice. good. That's good, yeah, man. We yeah. got to do that. But, that's um, how we that's learn. So, so, that's, so that's how I came up with a cool summer album. Like, yeah, with the whole thing of like, you know, making new music that was a little bit of like. I was, I was kind of like, you know, kind of, you probably know this too, like underground hip hop for a long time was like, if it's too smooth, it's too good, then it's whack, it's commercial, you know, why are you doing, you know? And uh, a long time I was like trying to make anti, anti shit, you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, this gotta be genuine, you know? But like, I was raised on so much different shit, man. So many different, especially coming out of the day, man, I was raised on Dangerous Dame. Someone they don't even know about, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they don't APG, know. APG, Action Pack Gangsters. Yeah, you know what I'm one five. You know, dude, it's a list. And I'm just saying, I then came in with all this abstract ass, underground ass beats that I made on my MPC or my Akai S1000, which I love. But I still love all of it. All this shit would not be what it is if I didn't even listen to that. You know what I'm saying? All the shit that you might think that I don't like. So in Cruel Summer, I just kind of went, went deeper of like making a mixtape like of beats too that I like the mix of it all. Like the wiggle. Like it was a different, like that, that Sheila song sound almost like war. Like do, 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 do. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, I kind of just went into that moment of like, you know, fuck the anti, like let's mix everything that I think is love, especially from the Bay, the Bay is so fruitful of inspiration. Like, I mean, honestly, if I never lived in the Bay, I wouldn't even 
you know, never made any of the shit that I make. Like, dude, I, I went to school, Berkeley and Oakland, was in Alameda, fucking on, on fucking Bay Farm. It's, I've seen so many different realms of people to San Francisco, <laughs> dude, Walnut Creek, like <clears throat> realms of people, people that like Piedmont, like people that in regular America, they're really spaced out. But somehow in the day, you get them all in a small little section. It's a malting pot. Um, malting yeah, pot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's, you know, what's the difference between way. LA and I've, I've only been to LA once, right? Uh, since okay. coming back, since even coming back, I've even been to LA. But what's the difference between the Bay and LA? Man, in the Bay, it's more like a thing of like reality <clears throat> and every day. We don't really got time for the fantasy. Okay. And where LA niggas is trying their damnest to buy into the fantasy. So that's the whole vibe of LA is it's creating yeah. a fantasy. Yeah, and making money yeah. off of it, like building, like yeah. capitalizing off something it's a, it's that's an not industry. Real. Yeah, it's an industry. So you just gotta know. That's all. People that come here thinking anything different, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really, it ain't nothing but that. Well, you don't you know? know that until you've been there. But that's on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like you got to figure that out. Because you expecting, because like I mean, it's like this, dude. When you you come out here. You go to like uh, someplace like Barney's Beanery or some corny ass fucking um, <laughs> restaurant, and you meet all these people, and they're like, "Oh, bro, I work on the Warner lot. I could do this for you, or I could do that for you." I... They're lying. They're on cocaine. <laughs> you call them the next day. They don't remember. Call. They don't remember. They don't remember. It's don't just remember. a joke. <laughs> so it's all it's all illusion, huh? It's definitely. But but you can't be sitting here. But you can't sit here and be expecting. To go the the practical way of what you thought it was before you got here. It's a yeah. wiggle. Yeah, it's a, it's wiggle. a, it's a hustle. It's, it's a, a hustle. Wiggle. People think it's such a simple thing. They can come here and they're so beautiful. They're such such a certain way. They're gonna be recognized. Yeah, good luck. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a wiggle, and even uh, that wiggle is a wiggle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that's what I'm saying. You got to figure out what the fuck you want. Okay. Then go about it that way. Mm. Motherfuckers cannot ever <clears throat> decide that. They wait for someone else to decide who they are. All that's right. Same on you. So okay, so that leads into the next thing I want to talk about because we're talking about LA. You just made a movie in 2018. Yeah. She's got a plan. So you actually were able to create a movie with a budget, with actors yeah. and sets. You know, all, you know all of that. Like you did this all in LA, correct? Yep. So. How in the fuck did you do that? Because that is very hard to do from what I've, my experience is like selling a script is very hard. Well, I mean, for one, I didn't sell it. I created a company with the main person in the movie and, um, a team like, um, I mean, Fatima and, mm. um, Fatima. you know, we, we made an amazing moment happen and we both had our talents and our talents worked out and you can't see it now on Amazon. Check it out. Um, she's got a plan and it has a lot of different people in it, you know, that are famous that are in the industry and, you know, a cool little moments, you know, that, yeah, it happened, but you got to realize too, that was after four movies of failing. Uh, right. Like I've made four movies, one, even with Simon, you know what I'm saying? It's like, trying to get to a finished product is not the easiest shit, you know? And 
this this movie that we made took like uh, almost 10 years and it finally got out there and you know it's there and it's, it's great but you know damn it's there's a there's a meme where like you know someone's crying it's like fails fails and then another person's using each fail as a step to go up higher and do more things and you know uh it, 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 it's amazing to do it but yeah it's not an easy job and it's a corralling and it's a you know it, it's it's a, a moment of you got to be serious about doing it and you got to have a cutoff gotta have a cutoff what do you, you know mean by saying? that like because you know what's that when you do a project you always are thinking and dreaming of new shit when you're doing it and you got to just know okay this is enough like my first edit for the fucking uh, movie that we did that movie was maybe eight hours and we're like yo man we should still uh it's like no, 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 no <laughs> let me no let's more. add this let's add this <laughs> no, and more, this in it. no more so yeah that's oh, what i'm saying too I being an artist is, is like gotta be able to let go you gotta yes. be able to be like okay yeah we're good we're moving to the next so yeah right so that was that was not easy because we like kept getting people that we're like such amazing artists and they've been in amazing projects and they have amazing talents and all of a sudden they get in and, and we're like oh we're not she'd be like oh why don't you write this or write that because i wrote the movie she's like why don't you write this part and i'm like write this shit and i'm like this is now 10 pages long each page is a minute what the fuck are we doing you know what i'm saying so yeah it, it's uh it's a trying moment but you know we got it done and, and it's amazing but yeah it's not easy it's fucking not easy and it took four Four movies till I got to that to finally even get done. You know, it's, it's, uh, I'm talking about like six zeros. You know what I'm saying? Right. He spent, you know, and yeah, it's just not easy. But didn't go the the way of trying to sell it because if we tried to sell it, it had never been. Um, it never did, came out. How did you and Miss Washington? She's beautiful, by the way. She's a very oh beautiful woman. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. How did you and her Crazy. get connected? And because I saw y'all little behind the scenes like interview, right? <laughs> and so how did you and her get connected? And I think you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I saw a co-director and I saw under your name when you was on the right side and she was getting interviewed and y'all both shared directing duties. So how yeah. did y'all work that out? Like, how did y'all work out directing duties together well, and like the, the so creativity? We both, we both. We both met at um, Golden Brooks House, who's uh, she's an actress in a TV show called Girlfriends, and uh, she's from from the Bay Area. And when I was on Telegraph, she used to work at Futura. Damn. And uh, me and Hot. her, yeah, back in the back, of, yeah. Hot. So, um, <laughs> Hot. so basically, she moved to she moved to LA, and then she got famous on on that show Girlfriends, and. Before she moved to LA, she introduced me to her cousin Julian, who we did end up doing a group together called the Timber Twins. Timber Twins, and um, so there was this big Thanksgiving thing going on, and Julian was down with that Golden's house. She was about to have a baby, all this shit. So I ended up at her house, and Fatima was there, and uh, you know. We just kind of, you know, I just put that out quick, you know, and I was, I was like, yo, you you look like a star. I am so mm. star. I was like, yes, she does. Like star. And I was yes, like, she yo, does. I want to, I want to, if no one knows you're a star, it's, I'm about to change. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I want to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. So, so she basically became my girlfriend and hey. we were together for, you know, a long time, but we, you know, kind of did this project and, 
projects are trying on couple of percent. Uh oh, what happened? Damn. Okay. No. Nah. Right. That was good. good. That was good. Good question, Neil. Thank you. All thank right. you. Can you stop the recording? Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Battery Die. Did your battery die or something, man? Yeah, I mean, I might have to go plug in inside next to the computer soon. This okay. Little look is about to die. Okay. I like this. This is nice. I like this. Yeah, it's like the sun going down. It's nice. It's wet. Yeah. nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. I love you. Look, you get back on track because you got to dip and you didn't charge batteries. Um, I love your message of the movie. Word. I didn't like. I didn't watch. I mean, when I said I didn't watch it fully, but I it was like I was like this has a little good message. So, did you do the, all of the writing for the movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, I wrote it, but me and her were together, so. Basically, you know, she came up with the, like, she's the story person because it's really based on her life, you know? Oh, wow. It's me seeing, okay. it's me seeing her life. And just like any female in, in Hollywood, you got to deal with the diversity and, and crazy moment of, like, people feel like they have power over you because, you know, they have power, you know? So, um, yeah. And, and and then, you know, just finding something that's real in your dreams. You know, that's that's what that whole shit is. But hey, that's that's my whole shit, right? So, yeah, you already know that. You know, finding something real that's in your dreams and going for it. And she did it. And, uh, you know, then we got married in the end. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was like we, we wrapped a nice bow on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. What was it? Angel Vasquez. Yeah, man. Angel. You came out of there, man. I was like, Angel Vasquez. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I love it, man. I love it. It's like expanding the music. That's what I'm saying. Expanding the music and like putting it in more places and more things and like, you know, living. My whole plan is just to live as an artist to the end. I mean, why wouldn't I? Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, you had a lot of your music in there too. Did you yeah. do the whole score? She did a lot of that score. Whoops. But you, but you have, but you have your music in there. Yeah, but she picked those songs. I honestly oh. didn't have any of my music in it. What? Like, I just didn't want I mean, because it was I was too close. When I tell you, like being so close to your own shit, you know, you think, oh, something else could work or something else, you know, but. uh you know, yeah, she actually did all the music supervision on that. Wow. It's because she understands it, right? And when I say that, like, you know, you just can't, if you have a love scene, you just can't put anything there, you know? So did she, is, is that why she picked that? Uh, and she's like, nah, nah, you can't do it. So we had um, <laughs> had uh, Beyonce's uh, niece, Lioness. She's one of the songs that's on there. She's dope. She's dope. Um, and yeah, so it, it was a thing of like I was like, do that because you know I'm gonna definitely pick some whole other. <laughs> <laughs> the bodies hit the floor. And the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> you, you put uh, actually you put one of my favorite uh, Mr. Journeyman songs, man, "Death of Survival." That's I didn't one put of that my... there. She put that there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, yeah. that's another song I was gonna erase. Like, I did not like it at first when I made that beat. And uh, Tom is already starting to rap. I was like, oh, yeah. And then it was just... It was Dude, just, like a whole... Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's dope. Hey, Corey. Like hey, Corey. Tommy, Tommy alone is like, such an inspiration in my life because he's, like, I feel like one of the best rappers I've ever encountered. Oh, 
and he he really is just like you know an amazing amazing artist. He's Wait, a wise what? thinker. Yeah. What were you saying? Did you say something? Who me? Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, Corey. Like, oh, yeah. um, how how did y'all get before we wrap this up? Like, how did you get the comedians you had? Like. Um, to Earthquake, who I like a lot, and to Phazon. She worked in Comic View, and being so she worked in Comic View, she had a lot of these people that you know she already had you know relations with. She also worked on in Living Color, and um, yeah, she's like I said, she's fucking an amazing human being and, and has so much talent. And like, you know, I really literally forced her to to be the lead. We were gonna have someone else do it. Oh, wow. And I was like, actually, because she was always working behind the scenes. She was like a behind the scenes person. She's always a producer. And I was like, actually, I wrote this really with you in mind. Wow. Like you're a star already. It, it goes without saying. Like, nice. at, yeah. And uh, it just worked. I like your little Easter egg, what they call it now. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I'm a writer. And, I'm a writer, producer, uh, 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 and a model. And, uh, yeah. I like that. I was like, look at him. You already know. I'm about to give you an Oscar. I'm about to give you an Oscar just for that part. You know, I'm hella buff. You know, I work out all the time. You you see it? If you look at the deleted scenes, he even flexes his little pecs. He's like, oh. Just doing the job. You know, I'm doing the job. But no, no, like this. I I really, really appreciate being an artist and and just really appreciate just doing, you know, things that I'm inspired by, like like the dentist and the fire-breathing dragon. Like I was stuck on the tarmac um, in Miami and they were like, we're not going to be able to leave for two hours. We're going to be stuck on the plane. I was so mad that I just started, I saw this person with some crazy teeth and at the same time I was getting dental work and I was like, you know, dragon, what's the, you know, who would you never expect? to be scared about like anything. And I was like a dragon and like, okay, what if like you're trying to pull a tooth while fire is coming out of the, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I love it. Yeah. That story alone. Like I read it to my daughter and she was like, she was entertained. She was like, Whoa, this is an interesting angle. So, I mean, yeah, so I'm saying, so, and that's what I'm about, like, you know, kind of doing shit different. Cause like, I really could have came typical East Oakland with everything, you know, and, and made it be typical. My whole thing is always going against the grain and trying to see a different angle of view. And, you know, that was a different angle of view, you know, just imagine someone big and, and, and scary being scared, you know, and that was the idea of the dragon, you know, we're all, you know, we're, we're all like living beings that, you know, I don't know. I can go deep. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, the dragon itself is very ferocious and scary, but he actually needed help. Like he yeah. was hurting inside <laughs> and like, who was going to help him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. All he needed was, you know, some some teeth work, some root canal, yeah. you know, and he would have been cool. Like, <laughs> and now they're buddies, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it's this shit. So that, that's one of the things, like, you know, teamwork. I'm really, I'm really so much about teamwork. Um, nice. Like, as, as a kid, I really always thought I was alone. I always felt like, you know, it was okay to down because I was like scared that no one liked me or some dumb shit, you know? And then once I teamed up and learned how to team up, it changed everything. You know what I'm saying? It made me actually stronger and actually a better participant in that moment. You know what I'm saying? And, and that shit is strong to me. So I feel like kids, they need to understand like, you know, it's okay to, 
to feel the way you feel, but also it's okay to team up and, yeah. and become a stronger entity, be stronger because you learn about yourself. And, you know, that's like I said, that's, it's, it's so strong to me because I feel like I didn't have that when I was younger. And a lot of it had to do with me and my insecurity. That's uh, a huge one because but, a lot of us like understand, like we think we're alone in this journey, like alone yeah. trying to do it. But then but, you reach out and you actually get the teamwork. You're like, oh, wow, this is a lot yeah. easier when I open up. Yeah, it shows that you shine better because you feel confident. When everything's all on you, it's sometimes hard to be confident about, you know, everything. And it's cool to have a, a fulcrum, you know, a fulcrum right. is someone there for you to help understand both sides. Right. Yeah, I agree. Good shit, baby. Question. Well, yeah, one, question, one question for Corey. The man, Corey. Oh, the sun's going down. So Corey. Hey, Corey, are you, what, are you a vampire, werewolf, motherfucker? Oh, man, Look. no, the night is young, man. <laughs> no, I don't care. on his mind. One question, and this is a fast question. Yeah, yeah. What's the one artist, because you, you've been doing this for many years. This is a fast question. Yeah. What's the one artist you wish that you had worked with in Don California? Mm. Damn. It's so Rickles. raw to me because he would just tell it and say it, and you would just actually eat it. And just be like, all right, you got me, because it'll be so real. I love that fool. The comedian, Don Rick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, he was nice. Don Rick, yeah. thank you for saying some old school shit. Yeah. He was one of my influences, yeah. And he was like, and he was the one where he would like cut you up, and then he would hit you with the real honest shit at the very end. Like, it's all love. I really respect you. I love you guys. And like, you had nothing to say. But he was yeah. And I love that. <laughs> so what about rapper-wise? Rapper-wise. Rapper, rapper wise? I love Gucci, man. I love Richie Rich. I love, like I said, Dangerous Damn. Too Short. Definitely tell me everything almost I know about bitches. Um, I, I feel like <coughs> oh, I, there's so many different people that have been inspired. Karis One, someone that's a strong inspiration. Lorraine Hansberry. Mm. Uh, fucking, I can go down the list. Richard Wright, when I saw, you know, mm. when I read Native son. Um, it, it's, it's a lot of different things, you know, that I found solace in. I love The Cure. It was one of my greatest rock bands of all time. Mm. Um, I love Bad Brains. Fucking Fishbone. Fishbone's mm -hmm. greatest groups of all fucking time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm inspired by so many different, you know, aspects. And, uh, I wish, but, like, when it comes to just picking, I really... I really can't, you know. I think the greatest artist in the world is my mom because she, mm, she okay. all types of artists in one. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out I to mean, his mom. Yeah, shout out to your mom. And yeah. uh, she kind of guided you. You know that, right? She guided you into your creative What's journey. Yeah. Man, my mom had this way with the, the one in a million. <laughs> 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 Hmm. It's that shit every goddamn weekend. But I, I mean, she she made me understand that smooth. You know what I'm saying? That smooth is so important. Like I'm always about that ruckus. You know what I'm saying? Like she, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. You're the blend of the both. That's why I like your style. You're the blend of both. Word. So fire you. and wild. Fire and water. Yeah, definitely. You gotta have. It. Good shit, baby. Well, but man, is there anything else you want to uh, shout out? You want to you, you send a message to the people before man. you head on out and hit the road? 
just want to just give a shout out to you. Just once again, man, again, I was so hyped reading. I'm sorry, not reading. I was reading you at HB Magazine, but also I was like looking at the videos uh, of when you guys performed at Broadcast Summer Jam. I sent you a video, like, you know, <laughs> I'm inspired by my homies that like, you know, do it. And, and like, you know, you don't even know how you inspire me, but you do it. And I'm just happy to be a part of like the extension of that moment keep going on and, and you know and, and really you know i just want to see more so just don't stop and thanks for letting me be a part of this shit i appreciate it this shit this shit's wrong nigga so so don't stop man keep it keep it popping i'm always interested to see what's next facts facts follow your dreams work your destiny you know always raise raise the level of consciousness man. like Love, man. It's all forms of love. So stand up for what the fuck you want. Your happiness. Yeah. Facts. That's facts right there. That's well, good facts. shit, my man. Good yeah. shit. Sunspot Jones in the motherfucking Sunspot house. Sunspot Jones. And live from motherfucking LA, California in this bitch right here. Dreams never stop. I'm going to holler at y'all niggas. Peace. All right, all right man. These girls are so funny. What about this for the money? Dummies get ditch on me. I see it moving, homie. Out here like a zombie. The club has got me, got me. Sipping on Bacardi. Dancing creepy, crawly. But it's just so funky. My vinyl weighs a ton. We shining, do you see me? In the cuts, I see me. Puffing on some seaweed. In the mermaid kiwi. And it's dirty, dirty. You can take my wallet flirting. Oh, no, no matter how I word it. When you're tricking, it's a real disturbance. That's right. But yeah, I love it when I see you. When you see me looking, and I love it when you're looking back, and then I see you looking. Yup, all the game that I got came straight from Oakland, where they tried to gentrify. Never die in a chain so hopeless. Not me, never gonna be, never gonna see that way they showing. My streets, my beliefs, I'ma take it back. Goddamn, I told them. Grim teeth, Smith the Donut, we are show enough, living here golden. Yeah, amazing ways in the holes. Yeah, Tiger was grin, Tiger was grin. Rise when he die.